0: Hey, guys, welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, the podcast where we're talking about all your favorite books from Book Talk, Bookstagram, you know, you get a good book, you bring it to us, we're going to read it, we're going to talk about it, and we're going to have thoughts and feelings. And do we have thoughts and feelings? All the time. (laughs) But you know us. We're Hilda Bridget and Caitlin. Hi. Hi. Hello. And we're talking about book nine, book nine, in a series. And if you're wondering- We're we're talking- Book eight.
1: <laughs> We're we'll starting <that> over again.
0: <laughs> I was reading book nine, part
1: one. Is that a the... book? Did book... I? Oh, yeah. No, that was my bad. It's okay. Ugh, Usually I'm so... you're on point with the notes. We'll take this part out.
0: Let me. Let me go. I what see I book say?
2: eight. I don't know where you're seeing this.
0: Uh, in the list of shout outs Yeah.
1: She's oh, you know what? I put ZA book nine, part two, but I wrote ZA. No, I. I don't know. Are you fixing it for me?
2: Bridget. No, I'm on the like actual notes, not the shout outs. Oh. I got distracted by Caitlin's very crisp glass of wine. A oh, full. <laughs> I was like, my wa- mouth just started watering. I need something to drink.
0: Are you get my oh, hair I'm like, where, where's the wine?
1: Okay. i yeah, no, it is book eight. Okay. Yes, book eight. For you.
0: So we're here today to talk about book eight in a series. And if you're wondering, hmm, what book has eight different parts as part of its series then you'll be wondering what other book that never ends what series never ends it's zodiac academy baby we covered books one through seven in i don't know how many episodes
1: some of those we had to break up into two and three parts because we we broke up book seven into three parts
0: three parts three parts on one book so to me this feels like episode like 105 of Zodiac Academy.
2: <laughs> it feels but, like book 105 of Zodiac Academy.
0: But we are talking about the newest book that dropped. And when I say newest, I mean it came out last year.
1: And December. Earlier this actually. year, December.
0: Yeah, December. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Yeah, the Merry Christmas gift to us. It
2: was heartbreak and despair. The
0: gift that kept giving because there's more. <laughs> so. We initially came right off the bat, devoured that bad boy, jumped on to give you guys thoughts and feelings, which you can um, obviously go hop over to and listen to that episode. That one's strictly thoughts and feelings. Now, as we prepare, as we talked about in the last episode, book nine is scheduled to drop in April. So we wanted to make sure you had a proper Book Talk Made Me podcast to refer back to to make sure you had a refresher on what happened in this book because in every ZA book to date, so much shit happens, <laughs> so much so that we've already know this is going to be a two parter. And even Hilda was like, "So much shit happens. Where do we even? Where do we even begin? Like, where do I cut this off? Where do
2: we stop?" So much shit happens, but we're still not near the end. That's the wild no. part. Well, I mean, we are near the end. We are, but they're not. But rap- I'm
1: starting to worry that the end is going to be
2: rushed because. They haven't started the wrap-up process. Yes. 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 Like, who the fuck throws in another villain? (laughs) We'll we'll,
1: we'll, we'll get there. Let's get get there. We'll get there. Reverse. Reverse.
0: We know we always have thoughts and feelings of this episode, or this series particularly. Uh, It's a love, a love-hate. We love it. We hate it. We love it. We hate it. We hate the feels it gives us, but we love the feels. It's complicated.
2: It's like a good, bad relationship.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking. It yeah. it back to like my it's a toxic relationship. Days.
2: Like we love it and we hate it. We can't get enough of it.
1: It is toxic. I can't quit
0: you.
2: But we should, but we're not going to. But I
0: can't. It's just it's part it's part of me now, much like it is part of all of you. So before we get into recaps and cashing everyone up to speed officially on book eight, wanted to get into our Spotify questions. So as a reminder, you can head on over to Spotify. Answer any questions we've had posted up from this week and any week prior to jump in, and we'll talk about them live here on the episode. So let's get into some of the questions from this week. We have Page B answering the question from the Witch Walker Book 2 series. What did you think about this episode? She said, oh, spoiler, spoiler, if you haven't read this part, fast forward like 30 seconds. She said she definitely missed the part that Finn was dead at the end of the book, but Alexis in this was hard eye emoji, panting emoji, hard eye emoji, panting emoji.
2: Whew! Yes, girl. I know. Yes. Like,
0: you can't see Bridget, but she's fanning herself. We're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, she also said, "I think the ending will tie into why Alexis feels like he knew Reina his whole life." So excited, girl! So are we? Ooh, cannot wait. Also, so, so happy back. you joined us on the series.
2: Yes. I'm always glad to see that people are following along with us versus coming back. That's fun.
0: This is fun. I feel like this is one of the first times we've we've said like gather around. book talk made me people's. Oh we my gosh.
2: Is this like the beginning of Book Club?
0: <gasps> Could be. Book B-b-b- Talk Made B-b-b- Me Podcast Book Club? Don't tempt club. us with a good time. Patreon
2: account. Who knows?
0: Oh well, wow. Well, we slow will down. get there eventually. Slow down, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question uh, that was answered comes to us from taylor e she said she answered the question in your head who do you picture as alexis henry cavill or can yemen she said can yemen all day i wanted to throw in the baby in there but she didn't like can yemen all day baby but you know in my head exclamation I thought, points that really drove that home
2: <laughs> i thought you were about to say henry cavill or henry cavill <laughs>
0: Really, it's true. She said, I'm 30, so when I was a kid, I had a weird obsession with the hot horseman from The Mummy.
1: Wow. The hot wow. horseman
0: from The Mummy. Oh, dead fair?
1: Yeah, so I guess the the guy, I guess, that tries to kill them at first. Oh. <laughs> I was picturing, okay,
0: the one who's like, looks like you're on the wrong side of the river, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I <was> like, I <laughs> have all the horses. <laughs> ah, Okay, I'm glad it wasn't that guy, but now I know who you're saying, yes, that is – that's he's got the hair for it. I'm trying to think what that guy's name was. Anywho,
2: I'm, I was like, googling. I'm going to start googling.
0: Mummy, a solid movie recommendation. Um, so anyway, she, back to her answer. She said, "So I was picturing him, but can Yemen tracks for sure." I say all answers are acceptable. Do you have a visual reference? We're getting there. We're getting there. He was the one. If you guys have seen the Mummy, he's the one who's like actually a good guy. They thought I
1: think he was a bad guy. Yeah, I did. You remember his name s- in
2: the movie. Dart, I
1: tell you. um confusing him with the similar looking guy from Indiana Jones and The Last Crusade.
0: Yes. Oh, am I? All- similar. Same. Similar. Similar vibe. Same vibe. Yes. I give like up. Like the dark hair. I'll find it. I'll find it later. Thank you, Taylor. I know who you're talking about. And it's not the Benny. That's the guy I was thinking about. It's not Benny. Thankfully. (laughs) Because I was going to say girl? (laughs) That's who you're picturing. We have to have a a talk. Glad it's not Benny from The Mummy. Um, Next one is from Autumn Storm. She answered the question, how do you pronounce Danica? Is it Danica or Danica? And this one is a ding, ding, ding for Bridget. She said it's
2: Danica. Damn right it is. Yes. About time. I, are we up to three people I mean, I in the feel world like it's that like,
1: pronounce it incorrectly? Yeah, I was like, it's like a hundred for the other way, but three it's better
2: than the solid one person that is me.
1: I sent a picture in the <laughs> chat for reference of Ojit Fair. I guess that's his name. He's yeah, really, Israeli. Is I remember his, his like cheek tattoos. Yes, yes,
2: yes. So Until I know, you know him from forehead. Charmed. Char- Charmed is where you know him from. <laughs> yes. Not Absolutely. the
0: classical movie phenomenon from our childhood of the Bummy.
2: Not from my childhood, but charmed, yes. <laughs> Taylor, I'm right there with you, girl. Right there with you.
0: The next questions that were answered come to us from Cursebreaker Books. Hello, friend. You seem new here. We're happy to have you. And they jumped in with a couple of questions, so I'm just going to read read through everything they asked or answered. Who is the bigger villain in the Crowns of Nyaxia series? Septimus or Nyaxia? Quick short answer was Nyaxia. Did I say? Mm-hmm. Can't argue with that. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just uh, mysterious, that one. Mysterious. Also, Cursebreaker Books answered, is Vincent a daddy or are Caitlin and Hilda just thirsty?
2: Thirsty. And-
0: yep. They said a daddy with a twist. I was like, oh, I like that.
2: Sounds like a good drink. Let's get right?
0: that. Right? Like a daddy with a twist, like a twisted lime. Is, I don't know why that's what I see it on
2: a martini glass. Yes, daddy with a twist.
0: Yeah. He's like a shake and not stirred daddy. Ooh. Next, they also answered, What is your favorite mass verse theory? Is there one you think we should talk about? Oh, this sounds like a good one. The latest one that they said that Ethan and Bryce are mates and that she and Hunt are. Oh, I remember this word. Uh, Um, Yes, yes. uh, Caranom?
1: Caranom?
0: Caranom. In my head, I'm saying (laughs) cardamom. Like the spice. Or caranam. While I do like Bryce Hunt, I'm not really hating the idea of a twist, and Bryce and Ethan are endgame. I have also seen this theory. In fact, I sent it to both Bridget and Hilda, and I said, here's material for Unhinged Theories Part 3, because that is a good one, and I like it.
2: Honestly, that goes back what I was saying when you guys are like, how is he not endgame? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't think this is a mating bond. And then you guys were like, these are all the reasons why it's a mating bond. And I'm like, I don't know. I just work here. <laughs> and now I'm like, I regret everything I have said. Throwed
1: it out the window. I disagree strongly with this theory. Oh, I like it. I love
0: it. I love it. And I want more of it. I saw the same thing and I'm it's glad. It's the Ethan
2: part that I'm just like, are we sure about that? Are we sure about that?
1: Are we sure yeah. about that? Yeah. <sighs> I like Ethan. Do I like him enough to be with Bryce? No. He's a little bit growing up to do. Yes, because I think up until this point, he's like Bryce's little brother, but he
0: says things that are like, you're not a boy, you're a man. Like, those are things a man would say. But I'm like, I still look at you as like a scrappy little brother. So he's got some growing up to do, as you said, but he I'm It gives me
2: Xavier vibes. Like, he's a little brother. He's finally growing up. He has a lot of growing to do, and he's still hot, but like – Still see him as little brother. Like Jeremy from Vampire Diaries. Like stairs. If you watch Vampire Diaries, someone out there, please be my friend. <laughs> I'm sure someone did. But
0: it wasn't wasn't us.
2: Yeah. No. Sorry.
0: Uh, last question from Curse Breaker Books. They answered the question, do you think General Sorgale knows about Brennan? Now that's from Fourth Wing. And they answered, yes. I think she knows everything and Dane is her little lap dog. But I never thought – of Dane being in on it.
2: What? Are you kidding me? So
1: I Huh. I be- I do not believe that General Sorengale is evil. I think she knows and she's trying to like mount her own resistance the best way
2: she knows how. But like, I, I hope that's the case, but I also know Dane is in on it.
1: So I think Dane Dane He's privy Dane- to
2: information. I don't know how much information he knows.
1: Dane is Dane is uh, the bane of our existence. You can't spell disdain without Dane. Someone quoted that to us in the Instagram messages. I think her name was Ashley. I will look it up right now because I need to attribute that quote correctly because whoever said that, you had it right. It was brilliant. Brilliant. Poetry. While you're looking that up.
0: Let's go over to our last question. Uh, Taylor E. answered the question, what do you think about this episode, which was the Witch Walker book two? She said, love this series so far. I downloaded it by the end of Hilda's award-winning synopsis for the book one. The adventure <laughs> of the characters and the spice is chef's kiss. Definitely a great kickoff to my fall reading.
2: Yes. woohoo! I'm glad the Hilda sold it with her. Dramatic, dramatic
0: interpretation.
1: <laughs> My Leo moon feels very validated, Taylor. Thank you so much. <laughs> we all thank you <laughs> that the Leo moon is validated. <laughs> also, it was Allison Catherine Mortons uh, who Allison. told us that you can't spell disdain without Dane. It's great.
2: I feel like that deserves like, you know, when you go to slam poetry and you have to like snap afterwards.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: It's Good words. Deep.
0: It's hurtful. I love it.
2: It's petty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for answering our questions. We'll pop a new one up every week, but of course, you can always go back to the oldie goodies and drop us your thoughts and feelings on that. So, without further ado, let's get into Book Eight of the Zodiac Academy series, "Sorrow and Starlight." Now we're right actors.
2: Another dramatic telling from Hillary. Well, we
0: started with sorrow. So you
1: know the sisters were like, I'm going to set it up real easy for you guys what you're in for. Okay. Here we go. The dramatic retelling of the sorrow and starlight i <laughs> myself. I'm going to keep laughing. Go ahead. All stars must fall. Bloody. Lost. Broken. We live to fight another day. With so much stolen from us, can the fates ever twist in our favor again? My sister and I have been torn apart by shadows and despair, and now we each stand alone. Our sorrow is spun like a web, trapping us tight, and I fear our enemies will soon come to feast upon our souls. But if I have my way, the merciless sky will help dealt us its final fortune." It's time for us to take back the power that's been ripped from our grasp and turn the tide of this war. All stars must fall and all phoenixes must rise. Long live the Savage Queens.
2: Yes, long live the Savage Queens. Hilda, that was brilliant. (laughs) Truly brilliant. Honestly, better than some of the audiobook narrators I've heard. Like, I could listen to this all the time. Please, please, you know, narrate some audiobooks for us.
1: Happily. You can send us an email, made me, pod at gmail.com. Beautiful, brilliant. And
0: I hope that that inspired others to download this book if they have not yet. Also, I'm wondering, like, who is POV this is written from?
2: It sounds like Darcy, Story. but also.
0: I'm pretty sure it's Tori. Competing right off the bat. I love it. <laughs> because- I know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I just, like, I could picture your voice as Darcy's voice for whatever reason. There's, like, this hint of, like, girliness to it but also very like mm-hmm. soft-spoken but strong it gives me darcy vibes well
0: thank you it's mm. probably bridget because... you'd be tori yeah
2: because i like to fuck shit up i'm just kidding
0: <laughs> well, that we're at gemini,
2: so that works out exactly that does it does work out <laughs> gemini like am twins.
1: i am i washer with my tiny bikini G- you're our geraldine
0: Oh yes, you would do, good Geraldine. I'd have the big boobs to pull it off.
2: Hey, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which is funny because that was also my washer was a <laughs> a little shimmy shake. Glad uh, the move tracks for both. Okay, so that was a beautiful retelling of what in it, it was very little words. <laughs> what the, the stakes book is about. That have been raised. Yes, stars are falling, phoenixes are rising, the enemies are at the gates. Let's get into the thoughts and feelings around this. I, I'll kick us off for this one. I'll Go kick us for off. it. I feel this book was a chunk, a
1: chunk of a book. Was it 1234? Ooh. Bridget also has a traveling bartender. I know. This mysterious wine glass just crossed
2: the screens. When you, when I was like, oh, look at your glass of wine, I texted John and it's taken him like 13 minutes to finally respond. <laughs> like it's not like i've given up i'm not gonna get any wine (laughs) it's not thursday he's not watching football i was like are you sure it's not thursday no it's actually wednesday
0: i like that that is also a fat glass of wine yeah
2: girl we're gonna be here for a while
0: i know like i poured the entire bottle i have this is all i got i gotta slow it down all right anyway let me get into the thoughts and feelings so this was a chunk chunkity chunk chunker of a book and I think we talked about it initially. There were some filler POVs of people that were like, I don't know if I need to know what's happening in your side of the world. And I think that made it it harder to get through than it should have been. If you removed those fillers, I think this would have been a really great book that shows the grief of everything they just lost in that chaotic battle at the end of book seven and their determination to lose the war. Like, I think that would have been so much stronger.
1: If – they removed those filler POVs and added in Darius's POVs from Beyond the Veil so we didn't have to wait so long for him to have the book, to like, enter the book again. That would have been fantastic.
2: So I have thoughts about this as well. You know how in Throne of Glass there's that split off between the two books that you tandem read? Yeah. I think it's, like,
0: Tower of Dawn, Tower of Dawn and-, and, and Empire, Empire of Storms. Storms,
2: Storms. And how we finally got to, like, chaos. House of Common Chaos. Um, Kaylin Chow's point of view and his little journey that he needs to go on. If we really needed to find out what was happening at the Academy with all of this other like rebellion and stuff like that, she could have split it off and made us do a Tandemarine like where you have the novella with these random ass POVs for characters that we have been introduced to but don't necessarily love and care for and then have the other one following the heirs and the twins, including Darius. That to me would have been perfect.
1: Yeah. Because so some of the stuff, so like Milton, knowing what's happening at Zodiac, I kind of appreciated because during Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, you know, they weren't at the academy. Mm -hmm. And then we get to the academy and like we learn that there's been a resistance going on there. And I always remember feeling, I was like, oh, I wish I'd gotten more of that. So I didn't mind so much what was happening with like Milton and Bernice. And it, it was funny. And entertaining. But one of the reasons I thought we were going to get the Justin POV was because I was convinced that made Justin the traitor. Mm -hmm. And come to find out, it was just like Justin's just a weirdo. He's like a simp weirdo, not good enough for Jerry. And like his stuff was completely
2: uncalled
1: for and irrelevant and
2: didn't need it. That was like the fluff. I'm like, okay, come on. We're at 700 plus pages here. Shave some shit off. Yeah.
1: 1,234 pages, I think it
2: was. It's even worse than I remember. Holy Please shit. don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: You
0: know what, Hilda? I had the same thought and I likened it exactly like you said with Harry Potter. Like they were away from the Academy and I would have liked to have known what was happening back there when they were off on their adventures. And I agree, It would have made for I, a
2: perfect novella.
0: I agree. And I think you said – in our notes too. You wanted to see that kind of like in the movie Ghost where you're getting it from his POV and I, ah, I would have been so here for that. And that you could have split up into two books.
1: Exactly. And like that too, you know, because we ended up getting Beyond the Veil where we learned that Darius has been there all this time. And I feel like that would have just, that would have been better.
0: And like the tension that that would have brought to see like Darius Mourning Right alongside her in mourning and he's touching the necklace and it's warming on her heart and she thinks that's him. Like seeing that tension go back and forth in real time I think would have been so good. That would have been so cute. Yeah, but like also so emotional. And I'm surprised I didn't do that because I love to make us emotional. So speaking of emotional, I liked that Stella, Lancer Ryan's mother, finally had a heart and made the sacrifice to save him. Looking back on it – you know, fresh off the chaos of that book. This this scene really gets me in my feels for some reason. And I kind of want Orion to grieve more over it. Like maybe in the next book, I want him to really see what happened because he had so much, so much was going on in that moment. Like we had a shadow beast. We had to get free of this. We're in an attack with Therix. Like so much was happening right then. And I don't feel like he got to process it. And Maybe grieve is a strong word. Like I just want him to be less of an asshole when he reflects thinks of his
1: mother
2: yeah i want him to grieve the mother he could have had knowing Mm -hmm. how Stella had turned the tide at Mm -hmm. the very end like i want him to acknowledge that she did something good for him of course it took her a very long time to have this character arc that she had but i want him to grieve those like moments he could have had with her if she wasn't such a bitch the entire time
0: and I felt like we kind of skimmed over that a little bit too much because there was so much chaos happening almost right there. And speaking of things that I want to address more, Francesca, my girl, my heart still aches. Y'all know I, I hated feel, Franny,
2: but I respect her.
1: I uh. still feel so guilty for calling her a plot point.
2: <laughs> I think that's so funny. No, she's just a sad plot point. She's still no, a plot point. I'm kidding.
0: Just,
1: she didn't get the love she deserved. She didn't. She She loved. She, she loved. loved.
2: And didn't get love in return. That no, is no
1: that just no, just, just
0: you don't even have to add that in. She loved. I want Orion and Darcy to have a baby <gasps> and no, like know name her, Francesca. or maybe a middle name, Francesca. Yeah, you know, like some kind of homage to her and what she gave because she gave her life for them, and
1: they're like, yeah, cool, thanks, They'll love you anyway. Yeah, like, she didn't die. Yeah, stone and, cold. Yeah. Oh. Well, um, I nice just still think client. it's weird
2: to name a kid after someone you've had sex with. Okay, with a, okay. another
1: one. True. Okay. I
2: but, see
0: that. But she's dead. She's dead. How often maybe does the person you have sex with
2: also sacrifice himself for you? Yeah. I would hope all the fucking time that my <laughs> husband true. would sacrifice himself <laughs> I'm for me looking back and, like and old, my children. <laughs> old
0: boyfriends, and I'm like, yeah, that wouldn't have, yeah, done. Wouldn't have done that. That wouldn't happen.
2: Well, date law enforcement. They're technically supposed to sacrifice themselves for you. Yeah. Don't yeah. actually do that. That was a bad call. No. Like, Learn from my mistakes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the return of Darius. Now, I know we talked about like three seconds ago how we would have loved to have seen a pop-up earlier. But reading, what, 75% of that book and then seeing his name pop up is the next page on my POV, I was like, like if I could have screamed – I internally screamed because I think I was like in public but if I could have screamed I would have because I was just like this man lives. I still remember
1: crying. I still remember crying when I saw his name pop up. You
2: guys know I did that thing that Hilda usually does where she like jumps ahead to the end. I did that for Jairus to make sure he was still alive because I was so – because you know the beginning of this book like I think 30 – or 40% of it at the very beginning, you're reliving his death over and over again. Cause like every couple chapters, they're announcing to a new group of people that Darius is dead. So you like, you see Tori going through it and then she has to tell Darcy and she has to tell the heirs and then she has to tell the family and all of the rebels. And you're like, I am bawling so much grief. It was so much grief. You couldn't even like process much of anything else.
0: Maybe that's why we
1: got stupid Justin's POV about him like floating down on a parachute and landing somewhere weird. His mumsy telling him he needed snacks in his mumsy bag. I don't just
2: weird, (laughs) so weird.
1: But maybe that's why my last. Remember when we thought
2: Justin was going to be so important and be like the villain or the traitor, and he turns out to be literally nothing. I know, and I gave him so much credit for being more. I kind of hate
0: that he's nothing. Yeah,
2: it is depressing.
0: You could have been a contender in the baddie group of people, but no. Now you're just like a a weirdo
2: that I don't care about. Even Washer's better than him at this point.
1: Even Washer. Washer, Washer is our pervy uncle. Washer has a place He's in my heart. Our pervy That's- uncle.
0: You know what? He has a place in my heart because if that pervy man stops saying his pervy things and like switch to a normal human, I would be very sad about that. I'd be really worried. Right. Like you're a weirdo, you're pervy, you show too Watch. much skin, and you wear too many tiny speedos. Watch him end it. up being
2: like a villain.
1: <gasps> Watch him not a villain. I think you're just trying to be contrarian
2: to be contrarian. It's in the it's, it's a vibe right now. It's in the stars.
0: Ay, ay, ay. I I I'm just like the authors,
2: the Twisted Sisters, as Britney. From Listener Brit has said it, they are why choose authors. And not why choose, why not authors? Like mm-hmm. they literally write stuff into their books because why the fuck not? I'm saying anything's possible at this point, even though we have one book left.
1: So it's funny that you mentioned that because one of my thoughts was I get the vibe that the sisters do not like people guessing their plot points and predicting their behaviors.
2: So you think they wait and see what everybody's prediction is and then write so left far field that you're like, I did not see that coming. I
1: don't know if it's they purposely wait, but I think that they're kind of like, oh, bet you, you can't guess what I have up my sleeve. And they come up with some crazy shit. And I say this because, you know, book six ended with Darius and everybody was like, oh, my God, he made this deal. What the fuck? He only has a year left. And it was such a big deal all of book 7. He's acting super weird and at the end he's like I made this weird deal. And so it was it was this whole like tension that built up, but he didn't die because of that deal. He wasn't brought back because he fulfilled the deal. You're right. It just became like a dead end plot point, but it was Which- so powerful and important that I feel like they were kind of like we're gonna make something completely different because too many people have have considered this as like one of their theories.
0: Don't listen to us. We don't and know
1: what like, we want. We're flip flopping left and right. And the thing is though, it just we we have those discussions and we make up those theories because we care so much. It's we true. don't we don't want we're not trying to impose on your creativity. We're not trying to say you're predictable. It's just that we care so much about these characters that we want to think about them consistently. All the time.
2: Honestly, even if I end up figuring out the end of the book before I finish it, I'm still having a good time. I'm, I'm here, here for a good time. I don't care that we've all guessed the same answer. There was plenty of opportunities, but you're still riding my high.
1: Yep. Yeah, so if they listen to us, which I doubt they do,
2: uh, even though they were on the podcast they probably were like they were us. friends
1: of and guests that we we we, had. we guess we only guess because we care not because we're trying to be obnoxious fans although
0: i do wonder there's something you just said that made me kind of spark in the old noggin here what if wash came back into
2: play oh just kidding
0: is not a villain but he's been a protector this entire time like what if he was a friend of vale and marissa I can and see He's them. washing over those girls like like Servius Snape, and he makes Snape. some Snape. Severus Severus Snape. Severus? Severus Snape. What did I say? Dumbledore. Servius. I did say Servius. Severus Snape. Yes, and I, I do don't... know. Well,
1: Dumbledore.
2: Dumbledore. What you... Yep. What? Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Dumbledore.
0: I'm Harry Potter. I'm Harry Potter. No. Yes. What? <laughs> that's okay. We'll send that to you after. <laughs>
2: It's it's one of those if you know, you knows. Got it. Okay. I think that sound was like stuck in my head for at least a year. Dumbledore. Yep. Okay. Please, please don't do that
1: anymore. (laughs) Please stop. Please stop. We have to do the head bop too. That's part of it. So I think maybe,
0: maybe that's his redemption arc. He's like, I had to be this pervy and weird to stay close to you, and or that's just his charming personality. I'm not sure, but I, he's too close to the group to not be an integral part of this plan. My last and final point, I will say what the ever loving fuck with Clodinius. this to bridges point earlier we get what 90%, 90 90% through this book series and we learn oh yeah this main bad guy you're talking about still in play and he's got a, like a super bad sidekick bitch of a friend also in play plus here's a new bad guy with like super star power so good luck Turned guys
2: out he was the villain the entire time we just didn't know i guess if you think about it he's been the villain the entire time like they
1: kind of had laid the groundwork but i feel like they were so okay. vague about it that it could have gone
2: anyway yeah because the star the stone the star was controlling what's his face Hale, and he was using that power he wasn't controlling him but he was using the power of the star and now starting all the stuff with Lionel. And he's been there from the get-go. Well, basically. I guess
1: they've just, they've been cursed for so long that, you know, clearly what happened to Hale wasn't so much like Hale had weak character. He was just, unfortunately, a Vega. So he had really bad luck. Lionel was able to control him with dark coercion. And, you know, voila, all that terrible stuff happened, you know. He yes. Mar- Marissa died.
0: And so now we have him, another baddie. Like annoyed he's introduced at the very, very end of Let's the Let's not
2: talk. call him baddie. Baddie is still technically a good term. Like, oh, she's a baddie. She's a 10. He's a villain. A villain. villain. Fine. Sure, sure, sure.
0: The villain. In my head, I was just rhyming baddie with daddy. I'm like, yeah, he's not a baddie daddy. He is just a villain. And I'm annoyed that the girls, Darcy and Tori, just got back together and they're all happy with the gang. They all got just back together. With
2: Darius.
0: With Darius. Darius is yeah. back with the gang. We're one big happy fucking family again. And then 30 seconds later, we have them being whisked off to a cave and God knows where. Claudinius Im- impersonating them and then going back off to the gang.
1: So. And locks them in the cave and. Throws away the key.
2: You, I think the part that sucks the most for me is that Darius finally knelt for his, He bent the knee for his queen. And all the heirs bent their knee as well. Because up until this point, they were still working alongside the twins. But they still had plans to claim the throne in their head. In their little yep. delusional head. Their delulu head, you know? But then, Darius comes back and he bends the knee for the Vegas. Everyone else bends the knee. And then, poof! Gone. Trapped and again. I hope
0: that this imposter syndrome does not drag out in this book. Like I hope Darius figures that shit out right away and he's like you're not my girl. What's happening here? Because I just
1: I feel like they will. I think they'll figure it out and like little shadow beast puppy will come save them.
2: Oh I remember him. He's so cute. I think they will because when they came back from beyond the veil didn't she mention something about how like her heart felt a little different and their Mm -hmm. heartbeats are tied. So he's gonna know. I have faith in my Darius.
0: I hope he knows.
2: Sometimes he's dumb, though, so I can't be sure. I mean, he was a dumb dumb
1: for the up until book five. No, because even in book six, he was dumb yeah. dump up until he died. <laughs> he, right up he, until he died. Darius is... bless him. He's a dumb jock. Love him, though. Favorite little dragon. Let me see. Bridge, do you have any other thoughts that we haven't um, covered?
2: I just want to reiterate that the sex scene with the three witches.
1: Yeah, that was weird.
2: It was just depressing, to be honest. It was very sad. Seth is still annoying to me. Seth is still so annoying. Did so you guys get annoying. a chance
1: to listen to our initial thoughts? Not that since episode it aired many moons ago.
2: No, but I know you had mentioned in our notes here that you were listening to it and you like didn't remember liking it as much as you did. And I remember I was sitting in the recording, and I was looking at you, and you were still like, yeah, I love this book. It's like a 4.5. And I was like, what?
1: Um. Well, yeah, no, I would definitely revise my rating, probably like a 3.75, maybe a 4. If I'm I remember really- you were
2: drinking like the Twisted Sister, like Kool-Aid a little well, bit.
1: Twisted I still, sister tea. I still tea, think yep. that I want to be respectful of the artists, because I could not do.
2: Like, I can barely write oh, a page. Oh, no, not at all. I think you know, people- but- Forget as well. Like a three star rating is not bad. Like it's what an average it? rating. What did we
1: all rate it? I don't even remember. I think you I'm gave sure I did like a four. Or you a three. Two, no, you two gave a four. I gave like a four point five. Wow. I know it was. It was like writing the high. However, when I re listened to our initial thoughts, I was like, you know, I did like this book more than I remember. I guess I was focusing more on the negative. But there was positive there. Like there was there were a lot of things that made me laugh. There were a lot of things that made me, you know, obviously like sad, talked about, you know, going through the whole human range of emotions, which I still feel like the Twisted Sisters do very well. But again, I just I really feel that they don't like people guessing what they're going to do, which is why they've gone in all these different directions. Um, I don't like to think
2: about that. It just makes me not like them.
1: I don't, but I don't think they do it to be jerks. I just think that they it's do it because and mysterious charm. Yeah, I think they do it because it's like it's their art. Like they really do want ownership of their work. So, anyways, moving into sort of where everybody has been left off—the end of book seven. So, Darcy's become a shadow beast. She was cursed with Lavinia's shadow magic. She's on the verge of becoming a human slash being consumed by this shadow beast and she runs away from the battle so she doesn't kill any more of the rebels because she killed several of them when she transformed into the shadow beast. Orion is devastated because it looks like Darcy has lost her silver rings because she's becoming human. So he ends up making a deal with Lavinia that he's going to essentially be her slave for three moon cycle cycles before darcy can be released from this shadow beast curse hamish and catalina they died together to prevent lionel from chasing after the retreating rebels so they sacrificed themselves in a very powerful scene at the end Ugh. of book seven
0: i hate i hate it you know it sounds like i hate it and i love it at the same time
1: yeah Ugh. but they're they're living their best life now beyond the veil together geraldine was gravely injured by shadow beast darcy and she is definitely on death's door. It, I remember when I was reading book seven, I was like, oh, shit, is Jerry going to die? It was very scary. She I does was not, worried. Spoiler alert. Very um, worried. Xavier is also on death's door. He had his wings ripped apart by Lionel. And he might also die, as far
2: as we know.
0: As you're recapping where everyone is, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot like, things were really shitty at the end of it Book was 7. really... Book 7 for- got wow. how
2: horrible the ending of Book 7 was.
1: Book is really fucking bad. These two died. Like, These two gravely injured. This one also died. Book <sighs> 7, I now that I think back, I was like, this is why I had a book hangover for like three months,
0: because I was so yeah. depressed. And um, like, unpacking. It took me a really long time to process my emotions through that one. Yeah.
1: So Gabriel, he was kidnapped by Lionel. And he allowed himself to be kidnapped so that Lionel wouldn't find Tori and kill her while she was grieving over Darius. Um, and so he ends up sending Tori this other vague prophecy. Um, start crying again. They need to stop it with the prophecies. I'm over There's them. There's too
2: many. There's too many. There's you too know many. I'm a
0: gripe. If they don't rhyme.
1: Yeah. It's not, a not worth the time. Not worth the time. I was trying exactly. to make it rhyme and I couldn't think of it. Well done, Bridget. Thank you for that. Anytime.
2: Thanks for teeing it up. <laughs>
1: So Max, Caleb and Seth all fell for a kidnapping plot um, and they're all being held prisoner at Acrex Manor with their families and they're all bleeding and they're feeding a new rift, which they opened up, which Lavinia and Lionel opened up so that Lavinia could get shadow power. Darius is dead. He was killed by Lionel um, in a very sneaky way. Uh, fuck that guy. Tori eventually finds Darius on the battlefield and she's grieving him obviously and she cut her hand with the sunsteel blade that killed her husband and she curses the stars lionel and lavinia are celebrating their victory back at the palace of of souls vard is lionel is with lionel and lavinia but he's kind of out of favor because now gabriel is here to be the true royal seer so that's kind of where book seven ends and where we start just i wanted to get it out of the way the whole thing that's happening at Zodiac Academy. There's definitely some type of underground resistance with the students. And Milton, our Minotaur, is leading the resistance. And he's, and Bernice, who is Tori's cheer friend, are kind of like starting a herd. I don't know. He's trying to make her his heifer.
2: Yeah. He there's is. a lot of like
1: cow jokes. At one point, there's an attack and he gets injured and he's like, Brown cow down, brown cow down. <laughs> Love that. It's just, it was. Again, <laughs> even though technically this Zodiac Academy stuff was filler, it was it was very entertaining. Marguerite, that redheaded slut.
2: No offense to redheads everywhere.
1: No offense. Also, did you guys not used to take redheaded slut shots all the time? No. <laughs>
0: You know, it's it's coming back to In my me. head, I, I immediately
2: start thinking fireball and like Irish cream or something. I know no, that's I not forget, actually, but
0: I forget was purple. what was in there. Purple It was
1: purple. Is, is that That's
2: right? a shot. Yeah. Okay.
1: So anyways, so Marguerite actually saves the students that are rebelling a couple of times. And in one of those, it's because she was like, I really loved him and he killed him. Clearly referring to Darius being killed by Lionel. Uh I so love has, a redemption. Mar- Marguerite has some type of redemption. They still managed to make fun of what's her face? Kylie. Carly? Who? Who? Kylie? Who exactly. <laughs> they still managed to make fun of her because she's still a cunt. And in the cunts. Um <laughs> so, anyways, we're moving on. Okay. Uh we're gonna
2: talk about my favorite couple. Wait, hold uh, on. Yeah. Uh Redhead Slut Shot. It is Jaeger schnapps and cranberry juice.
1: Yeah. Yep. that's
2: a hangover.
1: That's a hangover. Yeah. Not when you're 20, because when you're 20, you can drink whatever. Yeah. Jaeger and Red Bulls all the time. Fireball. your ball. Oh, my God. I used to go to the stupid bar and order these all the time for, like, my friends. we are like, hi. Can I have, like, four red-headed sluts? (laughs) It's not us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So obnoxious. <laughs> so obnoxious. Good times. I wish um, I had
1: the metabolism that I did when I was twenty, but I didn't I no appreciate it desire. To, no desire to be twenty again.
2: No, no, because we were dumb and drinking like cheap shit, and now like you have a refined palate. And just the sugar alone from this wine is going to give me a headache tomorrow. For one glass, a headache.
1: Okay, so Darcy and Orion. We're going to talk about my favorite couple because. Apparently, I sound like Darcy. That's the biggest compliment you've ever paid me, Bridget. Thank you very much. Um, you're and we all know that I love Lanza Ryan. So Darcy has fled, fled, not fleed. She has fled the battle because, of course, she's this giant shadow beast that's accidentally killing the rebels. And she follows a fallen star to a lake um, and ends up having a beyond the veil moment with her parents. Bridget, I remember the last recording, you're like, Did that star give her power? I don't know what the purpose, honestly, of that star meeting up with her was other than, I guess, for us to realize that stars meet up with people every now and then.
2: I guess it could have been like, a, oh, hey, by the way, this is possible. So when you get hit at the end of the book with Clyde, whatever.
1: Yeah. So like the story with Avelia or whatever that one Vega queen makes sense. I don't know. Anyways, so she's whatever. She has that moment with her parents. Oh, I don't know what happened to the rest of my notes. Anyways, she because she is a shadow beast, uh, Lavinia can basically recall her or call her and Darcy needs to go and chase after her. Oh, wait, that is in my notes. So Lance has been taken back to the Palace of Souls and Lionel wants Lavinia to kill Lance, uh, but she can't because of the deal. And instead, she tortures him with shadow weapons. Uh, which there's a lot of there's a lot of scenes where I think like Darcy and Lance are in danger. They end up getting reunited, by the way, um, and they end up having a lot of hot sex, including an upside down sixty nine position up against the where is it the night shade or is it the night metal night iron the night iron yeah bars. and like their cage
0: and their, their cage
1: jail? Jail? so they're basically like in a night iron cage in the throne room just hanging out there the majority of the book. No cuddling. complaints though. No complaints though, because they ha- they have a lot of hot sex. At um, least they're like, together. And they're together, and that's what matters. I pictured like a very
0: empty ballroom with like a at a t- small jail, like tucked yeah. up
1: in one corner. That's yeah. exactly what I ha- pictured and in my not, head not too.
0: Scream like sexy hot makeup
1: times, you know. That's um, but just the
2: two of them scream hot yeah. sexy makeup that's time. True. Maybe
1: it's the it's the company you keep. It's the come.
2: good job good job it gets the wine i'll be here all night (laughs) someone Um, was coming that night (laughs) a lot
1: by the way yeah um so they're getting tortured by lionel and lavinia shit ton but like i remember this i never felt that the stakes were too high because i i just know nothing's gonna happen to my to my favorite couple nothing's gonna happen to my man nothing's gonna happen to my alter ego you can't be that stressed if you're
0: doing it all the time in that little that's honestly
2: probably why they were doing it all the time hello stress relief yeah also when you're bored you just have sex like that little village the villages in florida like all these older retired people
1: all the babies born after blizzards and snowstorms and yeah COVID, covid hello COVID. all the covid babies you two had covid babies
2: Excuse me, ma'am, I was pregnant before COVID hit. Uh,
1: Mine might have been an Akatar baby, but you know.
2: Okay.
0: Silver Flames baby, if we're going to be specific. (laughs) Not mad about it. (laughs) Which happened
1: during COVID-ish time. Yeah, still COVID. COVID kid. So anyways, they're locked up essentially in the Palace of Souls. And I guess the whole point of them being there is that they're finding out more information about the Guildstones, Which our friend Eugene Dipper keeps getting caught and imprisoned, but also escaping. So at this point, I feel like Eugene is just – he's like the fall guy. Like he's just always going to be there when we oh need him God, to be there, just... but there's like no rhyme or reason as to why he's there.
0: I love it. He must be protected at all costs.
2: What is it called, an escape goat? Is that the term? Um, Kind of. He's the escape rat. No, he's the scapegoat. Right, but he's a rat.
1: Yeah, but he's, he's not a Tiberian the escape rat.
2: goat. He's a tymer yeah. rat. So he's like the escape rat instead of escape goat.
0: Oh, you're just saying he's going to like escape out. Okay. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because he always gets away. Like he's never That's actually true. fully in trapped. Someone says like, him.
0: He's like, I'll can't steal your just...
2: underwear
1: and make a nest. And then it's I'm like, can get can't out of here. Can't we just stop getting caught, I guess. But whatever. He's true. there. And the Palace of Souls, I guess, is really trying to speak to Darcy and Lance and- I guess the whole purpose of them being there is they end up finding out more information about the stupid Guild Stones, which if there is a plot point that I am angry about, it is the fucking Guild Stones. What are they? The, the fucking than-
0: Stones. Why do we need them? We don't. They're going to end
2: up using it to defeat Clyde. Who? it going to
1: be Lavinia, Clyde, or Lionel? Definitely Clyde. It's just, it, it was too much. It was too much. And then they have that whole interlude where they fall into the jewelry box which I guess is one of those beyond the veil jewelry boxes that belong to like the friends and they go in and there's like that Ugh, weird creepy praying her. mantis that reminds you of the weird doll from Squid Game. Squid Game. And that's
0: what it was. I was trying to remember my notes. I'm like, what is this weird Netflix show? Definitely so, reminds
2: me of an episode from Charm, but okay.
1: And so that's Charm that references whole, for you.
2: I love Charm. Like... It's a fall season. It brings off the witchy side of me.
1: Oh, uh, I was going to say, I was like, have you watched it again recently? No. Nope. Witchy it just fall. stays up
2: here. Like, all the space in my head is filled with charm knowledge. I
0: hated that doll scene so much. Like, so much. It was just, it's so unnecessary looking it, back and then, at
1: it. And then they get out and then, like, the opal pops out of the box and you're like, oh. all that for a stone.
0: It felt like a weird, like, computer game, like, video game trial that they had to do. And, like, this weird side quest. I'm like, come on. Just transport them to a creepy cave, let them pluck out the stone, and then a big ball rolls after them They have to escape, like, Indiana (laughs) Jones. Come on. Like, that I would have accepted way easier than this weird dance around.
2: It's so weird. Like, I do appreciate the scene because I could see it vividly in my head i just don't think that was the right time to be writing scenes like that like that would have been fun and cool at the beginning of the book when we were still like you know entertaining the bullshit
1: i think it would have been great in another series like you could have this whole series the quest for the guildstones, which would have been fucking great but it's just it, whatever you missed neither here nor there the guildstones exist we're gonna have to deal with them
0: everyone missed a very epic hilda eye roll it was like several head shakes involved
1: um at some point during all of this obviously there's stuff going on with all the other characters and so tori launches a rescue mission but darcy can't leave because she can't she is a shadow beast whenever lavinia feels like it she can just call upon the shadows and recall her and so this scene really annoyed the shit out of me because the entire time i was just waiting for darcy to be like Tori, it's not that I don't want to leave with you. It's just that I can't. There's no point because Lavinia is just going to call me back and I'm not going to leave Lance. Instead, it became this whole thing where Tori was like, oh, you you gave me up for Lance and whatever. They get into a stupid fight in the cave, which, again, super fucking annoying.
2: I hated that part. It was so unnecessary.
1: It really was. All she had to be like, I can't fucking leave. Like, I love you. I appreciate you coming to get me out of here, but I can't leave. There's no point. You just said it right there. Three sentences, all we needed. It was like it's unnecessary conflict between the twins at this <laughs> point. When we just need you guys to like finish the book. Um, okay, so the the part that really <laughs> fucking sucks. Uh, Francesca obviously is still working for the FIB, and she knows that Darcy and Lance are being kept in the Palace of Souls, and so she decides to go basically on an undercover mission to break them out of the Palace of Souls. And so My she's heart. going on a date with Lionel because she remembers Lionel checking her out that one time um, in book seven. And Lionel, of course, is an idiot. And he only thinks with his tiny, non-dragon-worthy dick. And he arranges a date with her. But she goes and she sneaks in. And she tries to, like, get them out. But obviously, again, nobody can get them out because they're tied with the curse. It's not good. And Lionel walks in on Francesca and he ends up killing her, but not before she's able to like tap into his mind and get his memories and store them in some ring that she had, which is like a special Cyclops Cyclops gift thing. And she gives it to Lance, who's then able to smuggle it out via Eugene so everybody can see what a terrible person Lionel is. But her death is terrible. There's a lot of Lance, did you ever love me type of shit. And he was basically like, "Uh, no," but in a much nicer way. And
0: I mean, yes, but I no. Mean, There's no right way to answer
1: that question if the answer's I, there not really yes. really isn't. But she wasn't gonna not rescue them if he said yes or no. Clearly, she loved him. She accepted that Darcy was his mate. She still was gonna do whatever she could to get him out because she loved him. Uh, But she just, she wanted to know, like, did he ever love her? Like, I guess, did she ever have a chance? I don't know. Brutal. I, I related to that way too much. Damn. But that is neither here nor there. Oh, Francesca. Uh, But yeah, pour one out for Francesca.
2: I'm going to take a sip for her. Cheers, girl. Wherever you are. Pour one out for her.
1: I'm sorry. I'm sorry I called you a plot point. You're more than that. You're, you're a strong woman that believes in love And even though it didn't work out for you in this life, maybe it'll work out for you in the next. Not
0: your strong, independent woman, Francesca. You don't need no man. I want to take back
2: everything bad I've said about her. I am sorry. You did girl, girl. I respect you. In the grave. But yes.
1: You made me proud to be a woman, Franny. Maybe not
0: the time, but I did see someone do like a, a crazy fan cast in the group and they put her as kin possible. I was like, you know what? I do like that. Though. Call me,
2: beat me if you want to reach me.
0: Just felt like that that's that's she was. She was like, I'm gonna get in there, I'm gonna have a sneaky ass date with Lionel, I'm gonna tap into his memories, I'm gonna get all this shit out. Like she is a woman with a plan, and we can all respect that.
2: Um Shame on Lance for putting her in that situation.
0: Yeah, he's not Could have just lied. He's my, and been he's like,
1: yes, just, I did love you as a friend.
2: Men m-
1: unfortunately Lance or Ryan is a man
2: yes um, that was like the I think that was their little like a reality check for everybody who's like simping over because we know Darius has his issues and we always like say yeah. Darius you're mm-hmm. an idiot but Lance has always been held up high I think that was their one time be like remember you're seeing these men through rose colored glasses because you're reading their lover's POVs then you have people like Francesca who will love them, but aren't loved in return. And we just classify her as the bitch, the needy, the no good, whatever's. When in, after all this time, she was just looking for love. That
1: was looking really beautiful. Love. And now I want to cry. Um <laughs> Well, also, I that. love that you're you're slurring just a tiny bit.
2: We're starting to get stuffy I, which, from the which wine. Which I
1: appreciate. I'm also getting <laughs> stuffy from the wine. Um, I'm just stuffy because I'm allergic to everything.
2: So, anyways. Yeah, I'm also sitting on a desk that's covered in dog hair with pillows that are lining and covered with dog hair.
1: I wonder
0: why Gilly? Gilly was sneezing so much last episode. She's, She's over the bed. there.
2: She's over there sleeping on my side of the bed, so now I can like wake up even stuffier. Ugh, Gilly. Okay.
1: So. During all this time, Lance is getting tortured by Lavinia with shadow weapons. And Stella shows up casually all the time to heal Lance every time he's tortured. Um, and she's on a mission to free her son. And she does her weird homework. And she comes up with a way to break the curse where she basically takes the curse on herself. Because I think they got into like, what was it? A coven? A covent? A coven? The weird thing that he has with Caleb, she like forced upon him, and then she yeah. takes the curse on herself. Uh, but it also involved like a weird bloody dunk tank.
0: I really laughed when I saw that in your notes. <laughs> Blood. It was. Dunk it tank. was.
1: It was intense, y'all. It was, it was. It was pretty intense. Um, but anyways, she ends up dying, so he's released from the curse, which basically allows them to try to escape. So Darcy overcomes the shadow beast, which. Apparently ends up being a really cute puppy, that fits into like her ring, and uh, she wants to adopt it. Yeah. And Lance is like, "No, we can't have a dog." Uh, but She's like, they're they gonna end do. up. Yeah, they're gonna end up with the dog, and the nymphs are like after them. It's a it's a typical like twisted sisters ending with like all this shit going on. So they're fighting Tharinx, the shadow beast. Also, Theranx. I forgot about that asshole. Um he's I think he's in my notes for part 2. But like it's Who's just furious? just chaos. Uh demon vagina baby. Oh, I forgot that thing had a name.
0: So, retelling um, of seeing that I think is still one of the funniest things.
1: It was. <laughs> it really was. It really like n- he deserved to witness it and to be traumatized by it. Um, yes, yes. He's like I've seen things, man. Things. But you he can't also explain. gave us—he gave us the best play-by-play that we would possibly get from any of the characters. Correct. Um, so, anyways, they're trying to escape the Palace of Souls. There's the nymphs are like coming after them, but Darcy's able to use a curse that Avalon showed her, so she can cut off Lavinia's access to the shadows. So, anyways, they're able to escape, and somehow they make their way back to Zodiac Academy. Where they're fighting a battle, but then Tori and Darcy have their coronation moment, which we find out from Beyond the Veil was their parents showing up and placing crowns on them. And then Tori and Darcy are reunited with everyone for like 2.5 seconds before they're whisked away into the cave with Clydinius. And he explains a bunch of shit and locks them in the cave and he sneaks out. Um, and that is... That is basically Lance and Darcy's journey in Sorrow and Starlight. Wow. Hilda, you did a great job of summarizing that. I almost went – and that was the book. Me too. And I'm like, that was it. That's all she wrote. Except we have eight other POVs that we need to discuss. All these other people. So with that
0: said, we're going to sign off for tonight because we got a lot more to get recording to. A.K.A. get to part two.
2: Things for you to look forward to. The couple name for Caleb and Seth, Saleb. Why
1: did we not have this before? What it's an excellent. Say? Um, there's a lot of Geraldine and when she and Max finally confess their love to each other, she uses a lot of maritime imagery. <laughs> Take me down to Davy Jones's locker and
2: pillage my <laughs> My Flounder lady Petun- my yeah. My Lady Petunia. <laughs> Gosh, from I love that Jerry is Southern. It's like a Southern Belle. I love She's it. It's just so much. And of course,
1: the
0: pots are are the best. Yeah.
2: You salacious salamander,
0: <laughs> you and your slippery salmon. I just need to water the garden of my lady Petunia. <laughs> oh well, we Good. will we'll leave our impressions there, and we'll probably. Do them in thirty seconds when we record the next episode. So God help us all. Thesus yep. help us all. Thesus
2: oh Thesus oh, Thesus.
0: All right, guys, that's it from us tonight. If you have thoughts and feelings, or there's things that we didn't cover, let us know. You head on over to Book Talk Made Me underscore Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Give us a like and a follow. Give us some love. Shoot us a little heart. Did you like this post? Did you like that post? I'm just gonna give a shout out right here and right now, and say Bridget made the most hilarious reel of from Blood Nash. Oh my god! With Kieran, Poppy, and Cass, and if you have not gone over to our Instagram to see it, you are missing out.
2: And it's on also TikTok. on our TikTok.
0: I'm like, and it's on that, our
1: TikTok. That reel slash TikTok changed my life.
0: Me and you and you and our friend Steve. Do, 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 I do, went do, around you that for do, like do, two weeks. Steve.
2: You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. These are the things that play in my head on loop.
0: Guys, you need to head over there. You need to give it a heart because, hot damn, that thing is the most hilarious thing I've ever seen come out
2: of the book talk world. Don't come for me if it's stuck in your head. Yeah, there are worse things that could be stuck in your there
1: head. There are worse things.
2: Yeah, according to Hilda, it's stay,
1: stay. Don't come what the fuck is this? You guys need to send me – I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I can't, I can't believe you've episode. never seen
2: this. All
0: right. Well, that's, a- that's it from us tonight. We'll leave the chaos there, and we'll pick up on part two of the chaos of the Sorrow and Starlight. and Starlight book. I was like, Starlight and sour, The Sorrow and Starlight book, and we'll catch you guys next time. Also, remember the best way to support us is to head on over to Apple Podcasts and drop us a rating or review, and we we'll love you a long time. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.